Hello! Napakagandang unang linggo ng Agusto 2022. At ngayon po ang pagsisimula ng ating pagdariwang ng buwan ng wika. Napakaganda pong gamitin natin ang sariling ating linggo. Ay, ano po? At ang Pilipino po is an amalgam of different languages. Kaya mala tayo, malaya tayo nakakapag-ingles, nakakapag-Tagalog. At sa katulad kong Bisaya, malaya rin naman tayong nagagamit ang ating mother tongue. Kung kayo po ay first time nakarating sa ganitong online na pagdiriwang, ang pangalan ko po ay si Pastor Jojo Baldo. Welcome po sa Lighthouse Christian Community. Hindi po aksidente ang mga pangyayari sa buhay natin. Palaging itinataon, palaging iginuguhit ng tadhana na tayo po ay magkadaupang palad. Kung mamarapatin po ninyo, mag-ibang po kayo ng mensahe sa ating comment section. Ano po? Para we can have a way of reaching out to you and introducing to you the community in a better way. Sa aking mga ka Lighthouse, wow, thank you na every Sunday you are consistently here in the worship service sa ating online community. Welcome din po kayong magbalik sa church. Maingat po tayong nag-observe ng ating mga protocols. Pero sa ganitong pagkakataon, we are happy that we are together. Ngayong araw po, pag-uusapan po natin ang kagandahan ng kwento, ang kapangyarihan ng kwento ni Lazarus. Isang disipulo ni Kristo that before John chapter 11 ay hindi natin narinig ang kanyang kwento. Mas kilala at mas sikat, mas tanyag ang kanyang mga kapatid na mga babae, si Martha at saka si Mary. Yun, kilalang kilala natin yung dalawang yun. Countless sermons have been preached about Martha and Mary. But Lazarus, ang alam lang natin, siya yung namatay at muling ibinuhay ng Panginoon. Pero ngayong araw, pinagdarasal ko na mas malalim ang ating pag-appreciate at pagyakap sa ebanghelyo na ipinipresent ng banal na espiritu sa pamamagitan ng buhay, kamatayan, at muling pagkabuhay ni Lazarus. So if you have your Bibles, ihanda po natin ang ating mga Bibles on the 11th chapter of the book of John. John chapter 11, na yun po ang ating hahalungkatin, mga kapatid, for the entirety of this sermon. Shall we pray? Panginoon, salamat po na in these moments, alam namin na kayo po ay naririto, Banal na Espiritu. Kayo po ay naririto sa pamamahay ng aking kapatid na ngayon po ay nakikinig at nanunood sa aming pagdiriwang ng inyong pag-ibig sa lahat po sa amin. Mangyari po, Banal na Espiritu, na kayo po ang mangusap, kayo po ang marinig, ang boses po ninyo ang tumimo sa aming mga puso. Dahil alam namin, O Lord, na pag nagkakatipong-tipan ng inyong mga anak, kayo po ay nasa kalagitnaan ng aming pagpupuri at pagsamba. Handa na po ang aming mga puso, Panginoon. Handa ang aming mga tenga na marinig ang inyong aral. Sa pangalan ni Jesus, pakitay po. Amen! Ang sarap po na nag interact tayo in an online worship like this. Matanong ko lang po kayo, have you ever experienced exhuming a dead person? Yung Yung taong hinukay at hinukay, inilibing at hinukay niyong pabalik. Have you ever seen how those uh, physical bodies have been rotten to the core? Ang isang hindi ko makalimutang experience sa aking buhay ay nung ako po ay seven years old ay binitbit ako ng aking tatay kasama ang aking dalawang nakatatandang kapatid para po hukayin namin ang mga labi ng aming lolot lola. For reasons na very sentimental sa akin tatay, ninais niya na 
mabigyan ng mas honorabling puntod ang kanyang mga yumaong magulang. Dahil nung sila'y nangamatay, nung, nung bata pa ang tatay ko, uh, labi silang mahirap at wala sila man lang pampagawa ng nitso. So inilibing nila six feet under the ground. Nauna yung Lola Ana, tapos few years after yung Lolo Pedro. So nagkapatong lamang ang kanilang mga ataul. But when my dad had enough savings at may pamilya na siya, binalikan niya ang mga labi ng kanyang mga magulang. At yun nga po, na-experience namin na makita ang aming mga lolo't lola na ngayon po ay naagnas na, buto na lamang ang natira sa kanila. And we had the experience na mahawakan ang aming mga ninuno, ano po, yung, kanyang, yung kanilang mga kalansay. It was a moving experience for the three brothers, ako, ang Manong at ang Manoy. And we realized that truly, Totoo ang sinasabi ng scriptures na tayo nagsimula sa alikabok at muling magbabalik sa alikabok. Isipin niyo po ang experience ng isang Lazarus sa Bible. Na siya ay nawalan ng hininga, nalagutan ng hininga. Siya ay ibinalot ng kanyang mga mahal sa buhay at siya ay inilagay sa isang nicho, sa isang libingan at sinarado ng isang malaking sinaraduan ng isang malaking bato. At kung kailan nangangamoy na ang kanyang lupang katawan at nagsisimula ng maagnas. On the fourth day, narinig ng kanyang spirito na malamang nung time na yon ay nagpapahinga na sa kalangitan ang boses ng may likha sa kanya. Yan ay ang boses ng Panginoong Yesus. Lazarus, come out! At alam na natin ang kwento, si Lazaro ay muling binuhay ng Panginoon. And maybe you can relate even with the basic rudiments of this story na kung naranasan mo ang malibing sa hukay ng kawalan ng pag-asa. Kung naranasan mo na ang mamatayan ng mga panaginip na akala mo ikaw ay napapabilang na sa isang mabaho at walang, walang patutunguhang lugar sa buhay mo. And then all of a sudden, in the depths of that isolation, in the depths of that darkness, May narinig kang boses. Ang boses ng Panginoon ay nilahad sa iyo ang Ibanghelyo, ang mabuting balita. At ikaw ay pinalalaya ng Diyos. And you have heard that voice, come out. Oh, I experienced that about almost 25 years ago. Nung ako ay nasa gitna ng kadiliman ng aking buhay, ng aking mga pangarap ay gumuguho. At ako nga po ay naka-aksidente pa ng isang tao sa gitna ng EDSA at ako'y nakaranas na magdalawang gabi sa kulungan. And all of a sudden, in that place, I received the voice of the Lord through the widow of the person that I accidentally you know, killed. And the widow said, pinapatawad na kita sa ngala ng Panginoong Heso Kristo. That was my time of coming out. Na makita ko na sa gitna ng kadiliman merong pag-asa at merong buhay na inihanda ang Diyos para sa akin. And it is my lifetime longing, it is my lifetime joy na aking madiskubre ano nga ba ang mga, ano ang katuturan ng kaligtasang ibinigay sa akin ng Diyos. Kinakausap kita kapatid. Kinakausap ko ang kapwa kalalakihan na ngayon ay nanunood sa online worship service na to. Ang mga kalalakihang labis na naging matahimik Ang mga kalalakihang inisip natin minsan na ang church ay para lamang sa mga babae at para lamang sa mga effeminate, yung mga hindi maton at hindi macho. 
sa mga kalalakihang katulad ko na akala natin ang spiritualidad ay ay hindi senyales ng kalakasan kundi ng kahinaan. Sa mga kalalakihang masyado nating sinamba ang kayamanan at katanyagan at ang kalakasan at kalakihan ng ating mga muscles at akala natin yun ang buod ng ating buhay. Pero kung ikaw ay si Lazaro, na dati ay hindi siya nagfi-figure sa ministry ni Jesus. And when the Lord allowed him to experience the death and the darkness of the tomb and yet was raised back to life by the very resurrection and by the very life of the human soul and his name is Jesus, Lazarus was never the same again. Siya ang pinalaya ni Cristo. John chapter 11 verse 1 now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. And so the sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. Established na si Mary ay ang isang figure sa Bible na sumikat dahil siya yung nagbuhos ng perfume sa paanan ng Panginoong Heso Kristo, wiping the very feet of Jesus with her long hair. Kilala natin si Mary. Kilala natin si Martha, ang server, ang servant of the Lord na busy palagi sa kusina para magsilbi at siguruhin convenient ang buhay ng Panginoong Jesus at ng kanyang mga disipulo. But si Lazarus, kailan mo narinig Ang, ang pangalan ni Lazarus before John chapter 11. We did not. We have not encountered this name before. And yet, the verse 3 would say, He was the one whom the Lord loved. Siguro dyan ang simula ng ating pagdiriwang ngayong araw na hindi ka man na-mention, hindi ka man sikat, hindi ka man quote-unquote significant sa ministry. Hindi ikaw ang nasa front line, hindi ikaw ang may hawak ng mikropono, hindi ikaw ang nasa gitna ng television screen nito. And you might have succumbed to the temptation of thinking that your life is good for nothing. Nakala mo ikaw ay nasa likod lang at ikaw hindi napapansin at ikaw hindi napapasalamatan. But one thing that the world can never negate, that you yourself can never deny, is that you are the one whom the Lord loves. Dahil ang pag-ibig ng Diyos sa iyo ay hindi dahil meron kang posisyon or dahil meron kang pera or dahil meron kang pangalan, dahil meron kang mataas na edukasyon, as good as this thing, these things may seem on the material side of life. And yet, the love of God is given unto you because of who you are. So much so that Jesus died for you in the cross of Calvary. Even before you proved nothing yet, even before you could prove anything yet in this life, the Lord already loved you. Lazarus, whom you love, Mary and Martha would say, is sick. Minahal ka ng Diyos, kapatid. Let's go to verse 4. Now, when Jesus heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory that God's Son may be glorified through it. Jesus loved Martha and her sister, and Lazarus. Yet, when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed with, he stayed where he was two more days. 
Ang sarap pong isipin na even the Lord Jesus Christ knew that Lazarus was seriously ill. By, by there or right there and then, Jesus says, this will be for the glory of God. Isang theological na pag-aaral is we are against prosperity gospel. The gospel that says, ang pagpapala sa'yo ay nananahan lamang kung ikaw ay mayaman at kung ikaw ay malusog. The health and wealth gospel. We've had people telling you, even telling me, na dahil may nangyaring pagkakasakit sa pamilya, ang kanilang theology is, mukayatang pinapalo ka ng Diyos. Mukayatang may galit ang Diyos sa'yo. Mukayatang may sumpa sa buhay mo. Dahil para sa kanila, ang mga moments in life when you are sick, when you are ill, when you are lesser fortunate in terms of financial means, it means that you have gone out of favor with God. Not so, my friends. Jesus loved Mary and Martha and Lazarus, and Jesus knew that Lazarus was sick, and Jesus himself would say, this would end to glorify the Son of God. In everything in your life, mga kaibigan, let me preach your word, the word of the Lord through this. That God's story is being told in your story. And no matter what difficulties life may be presenting to you now, the same word is true to you and for me. That if we will be yielding unto the Lord, the name of the Son of God, our Lord Jesus Christ, is being glorified even in the midst of our pain. And God is purposeful. Maybe you can type that down in your chat boxes. Purposeful. Why? Because even when Jesus knew that Lazarus was ill, it says he opted, he decided, he chose to stay where he was two more days. Na para bagang dinidelay talaga ng Panginoon sa ating pangtingin pang tao, pwede naman sanang nag-apura si Lord. Ano po? Parang numalaman niya kay Jairus na ang daughter of Jairus was dying. Jesus says, let's go at once. Pero bakit nung si Lazarus, na mahal niya, at kilala niya si Martha at saka si Mary, Jesus would say, let's stay here two more days. Hindi man natin may maintindihan ang timetable ng Diyos. Ano po? Hindi man natin maibox at may kahon kung ano dapat ang itinerary ng Diyos. Kasi kung tayo lang masusunod, ay talagang gagawa natin ng kalendaryo ang Panginoon. But Jesus' time is different from our time because His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Jesus opted to stay two more days. Within which time, because Bethany, uh, the place where Jesus was, was about two days walk towards Bethany. During which time, si Lazarus pala doon sa Bethany ay namatay na. At siya ay binalot na ng, uh, ng kanilang uh, traditional clothing para siya ay mailagay na kaagad sa tomb. Because Jewish customs and laws would say, within 24 hours, Pagkatapos malagutan ng hininga ang isang tao, dapat siya ay mailibing. So, dumating na ang Panginoon. It had to take two more days para siya ay maglakad. So, two days ang patay si Lazaro, two more days pang naglakbay ang Panginoon. Then, nagpadelay siya ng another two days. Pagdating niya, it's been four days. And John eleven twenty one 21, sinalubong siya ni Martha and Martha would say, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Verse 32, ganun din ang hinagpis ni Mary. 
Mary reached the place where Jesus was and when she saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. I don't know how those verses were spoken, but if I may apply my emotional sentiments to it, siguro may halong paninisi kay Lord. May halong pagtatampo kay Lord. Lord, narinig mo naman eh, four days ago, na may sakit ang aming kapatid. Kung nag-apura, kung nag-apura ka lang sana, kung hindi ka sana nag-delay, kung hindi ka sana na-busy sa napakarami pang bagay, Lord, kung nandito ka lang sana, buhay pa sana si Lazarus. I know the rest of the story. Jesus says, just believe because I am the resurrection and the life. Do you believe in this? That sometimes our theology, the way we get to know God, we have gotten to know God, is very much contrary to what we see in reality. That's why Martha would say, Lord, naniniwala naman ako that there will be resurrection when the Messiah returns. But Lord, bakit pa natin hihintayin yung resurrection day? Eh sana nandito ka four days ago. We are so prone as a people, ano po? na ibigay at ilagay ang Panginoon sa box ng ating sariling agenda sa buhay. But God would not be glorified if man's ways will be greater than his ways. It is his ways that will always be followed. And so, the narrative continues by saying that Jesus went to the tomb and Jesus wept. John eleven thirty five. Tumangis din ang Panginoon. Tumangis dahil he was being moved by the grief that he was seeing in Martha and Mary. And maybe that's also where you are right now, na tumatangis ka dahil nawalan ka ng mahal sa buhay. Tumatangis ka sa mga panaginip na nabasag. Tumangis, tumatangis ka at basag ang puso mo dahil may mga bagay na matagal mong inasam pero hindi mo nakitaan ng, na, you know, the formation and the fruition of these dreams. Know that the Lord sympathizes and empathizes with your pains. Jesus wept. Even if Jesus knew that in just a matter of few seconds, He would raise Lazarus back to life. But when Jesus saw the brokenness of the loved ones of Lazarus, He Himself got brokenhearted. God is a God who could relate with our pains. Yan ang regalo ng incarnation ng Panginoon. Na hindi lamang siya nanatili sa langit, but he came down to earth and became like one of us so that our pains are now his pains. Our frustrations are now his frustrations. But thank God that our pains, our frustrations, our brokenness are never a hindrance before Jesus because he alone has the power to turn things around. And so verse 39, Jesus says, Take away the stone. But Martha said, Lord, by this time, there is already a bad odor, for he has been there for four days. And Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? You see, Martha just confessed a few verses back that, Lord, I believe you are the resurrection. I believe in that. But when the Lord already commanded him or commanded the people around them, Take away the stone. Martha was going to say, Lord, wag na lang si mabaho na yan eh. Sometimes our professions don't align with our actions. Ano po? Marami tayong alam tungkol sa Biblia. Marami na tayong alam tungkol sa Diyos. And yet, 
We would say, wag na lang, Lord, mabaho na eh. We would always say, Lord, I want to save the lost. I want to be a missionary. Pero pag tinabihan ka ng lasing, pag narinig mo yung kapitbahay mo na maingay na mag-video kay hanggang alas dosi ng gabi talagang, nawawalang pagiging missionary mo. Sabi mo, Lord, ulanan mo na ng asupre ang aking kapitbahay na maingay palagi. Pag may tampakas ka opisina mo, nawawala sa mindset natin na iniutusan tayo ng Panginoon na mahalin ang hindi kamahal-mahal. Pag nainis ka na sa yung mga magulang dahil feeling mo masyadong nagigipit, masyadong lumilit ang mundo mo dahil sa kanilang pagiging very much intrusive sa buhay mo, eh nakakalimutan mo ang kautosan ng Diyos na i-honor sila. Why? Because you cannot help but smell the bad odor. Ang sama kasi ng ugali, Lord eh. Ang sama kasi ng itsure eh. Ayoko kasi talaga ang hilatsa ng kanyang pagmumuka, Lord. Pwede bang ipadala mo na ako sa misyon para mangaral sa Ibero? Huwag sa aking kapatid dahil kilala ko siya. Martha, in effect, was saying that, Lord, huwag na lang, huwag mo nang tanggalin yung stone, Lord. There already is a bad order. Sometimes, my friends, ang bad orders ng buhay natin, follow us. Dahil nga naman kung ikaw ay nagumun sa kasalanan, kung ikaw ay nalubog doon sa kadiliman ng kamatayan, you would really be surrounded. You will be emitting bad and foul odor coming from your life. That's the nature of death. But thank God again that Jesus saw beyond the impertinence of Martha. So, He commanded the people, and verse 41, they took away the stone, and Jesus, and Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here that they may believe that you sent me. What a beautiful prayer. In one gospel truth, Jesus would say, when you pray, go to your prayer closet. Don't be like the Pharisees or the priests that would always pray loud prayers in public to be praised by men. But in this moment, Jesus prayed out loud publicly. And he said, Lord, this is not for me because alam ko, Lord, Father, alam ko, meron tayong ugnayang dalawa. But I am saying this publicly so that everyone here would hear what I am saying and that they may believe how truly I am sent by you. Every word of Jesus is purpose-driven. Wala pong binibitawan ang Diyos sa salita na dahil lamang filler, Dahil lamang ad-lib, wala na kasing masabi, wala pa yung MC, wala pa yung dance number, kaya ad-liban mo muna. Jesus never, never did ad-libs. Every word has a weight. And this time, He prayed out loud because He wanted people to keep their eyes and ears glued onto Him because He was about to do a miracle that would really prove that He is the resurrection and the life. And that's why Verse 43 of John 11, Jesus, after he said this, he cried out and commanded in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! Wow, hallelujah. Imagine if you were Lazarus. Your body was already dead as a doornail, right? Wala nang, wala nang malamig na bangkay si Lazarus. Ang kanyang spirit already departed and maybe his spirit was now enjoying the buffet in heaven. Maybe he was already enjoying a golf game in heaven with, uh, with all the other prophets of the time. And yet, all of a sudden, his spirit heard the voice of the Lord, Lazarus, come out. And in an instant, in just one millisecond, the spirit returned to the body and lungs 
the lungs of Lazarus were again filled with air and oxygen. And all of a sudden, his eyes opened. Lazarus was never the same again because of that. But here was the problem. As you would see now in the picture, Lazarus had to struggle himself outside dahil bakit po? Dahil balut na balut siya doon sa mga traditional clothing na ibinabalot ng mga Hudyo sa kanilang mga bangkay. So Jesus in John 11:44, Jesus commanded to the people witnessing all of this, He says, Take off the grave clothes and let him go. Mas gusto ko yung Tagalog, kalagan ninyo siya ng makalaya. Ang ginagawa ng Panginoon sa buhay natin is always a process. At palaging merong kadahilanan bakit niya pinapayagan ng isa at hindi ito. Bakit itong ginawa niya? Bakit hindi yan? For one reason, Lazarus was not yet a glorified body because Jesus was the first glorified person. Lazarus might have been resurrected. Lazarus might have been revived. But his body was still the same limited flesh. So he was not yet out of the grave clothes. And so maybe as he woke up in the tomb and he started smelling the foul odor dahil siguro may ibang bangkay na rin na naaagnas sa lugar na yon. he started to get up and maybe he was so limited and restricted and he, when he came out, he, was, he looked like a zombie or a mummy. Kung napanood niyo po yung mga, mga movie series na yon, no? The Mummy. So Jesus says, kalagan niyo siya nang siya ay makalaya. And it was a high call for the people who were around him na merong kang role sa kabuuan ng iyong kapatid. Tinatawag siya ng Diyos. And maybe your role, ikaw lang ang taga roll ng stone. Paano ba tatagalugin yun? Ikaw ang taga tulak ng bato. Mukhang ibayatang dating-dating na, no po? Huwag kang magtutulak ng bato, mapupulis ka. Ikaw yung taga tanggal ng bato. <laughs> tulak bato ministry. Or minsan ang role mo, ikaw lang ang taga kalag, ikaw lang taga unbind nung mga clothing na nasa katawan ng kaibigan mong pinapalaya ng Diyos. And that day marked a day that changed Lazarus forever. As you can also foretell, and you can also testify, my friend, na mula nung kalagayin ng Panginoon, mula nang palayain ka ng Panginoon sa lahat ng mga nakapulupot sa iyo, alam ng isip mo, ng puso mo, na narinig mo ang utos ng Diyos para ikaw ay lumayat, lumabas, wala nang hawak sa iyo ang kamatayan. And yet, you also could remember the people whom God used in all of your life para tanggalin ang iyong mga maling kaisipan kasi nagpa-counsel ka. Naging kristyano ka, naging alagad ka ni Kristo, alam mong love mo si Lord, pero kinailangan mo ng kapatid para palalahaning hindi na dapat ganun ang pag-iisip mo. Binago ka na ng Diyos. Naalala mo siguro ang kapatid na siyang ginamit ng Diyos para tulungan kang matanggal ang mga bad habits, ang mga tampo, ang mga sama ng loob sa iyong puso, ang mga maling lakad, na minsan, nung ikaw ay kristyano na, you would find yourself even telling green jokes. Ay, pero meron na nagsasabi, kapatid, binagaw na tayo, Lord. Hindi na natin gagamitin ang ating mga bibig sa mga bagay na hindi kaaya-aya sa Kanya. You needed and we still need Friends and brothers, kapwa kalalakihan, hindi po maigit, hindi maganda na tayo ay nag-iisa. That's a biblical truth. It is not good for man alone. But it is not only in the romantic sense. 
it is very much an essence of who we are as people of God, as men of God. We need to be accountable to others. We need to surround ourselves with fellow brethren who would be there to remind us when we forget. We need friends and brothers who will untangle in us the bad habits, the effects of yesterday's disobedience. Kailangan natin ng mga kapatid who would care enough to tell you, kapatid, meron pa lamat ang dati mong pagkatao sa kapangyarihan ng banal na espiritu. Ito'y ating iwaksi, talikuran at hindi na muling babalikan. You are what you are today, kapatid. You are who you are today because you have friends who cared enough to confront you. To roll away the stone so that you could come out and to let you lose, to unbind you from the effects of your yesteryears. Apat na katangian. Apat na buod ng isang taong pinalaya. I would like to speak here about the life of Lazarus and relate it to our lives as men of the Lord. Number one, ngayong napalaya na si Lazarus, ang isang buod na makikita mo sa kanya, katangian sa kanya, ngayon, bukod tangi si Kristo sa kanyang buhay. It's now Christ above all. Kung dati si Lazaro ay hindi masyadong nagfe-figure sa ministry ni Jesus. Kung dati si Lazaro ay kontento na nga, sige, Mary, Martha, total, kayo namang mga kababaihan ay palagi kayong spiritual at relihiyoso. Sige, kayo nang mag-church, kayo nang sumama kay Jesus Christ. Dito lang ako sa bahay. But now that Lazarus experienced that resurrection coming from Jesus, bukod tangi na si Kristo sa buhay niya. Your life's purposes, your life's agenda, your life's priorities change. Now you know. Now you have seen the dumps. Now that you have seen the darkness of the cave. Now that you remember how it was na nalalagutan ka ng hininga, para kang naku-COVID na hindi mo alam kung saan kahuhugot ng hininga mo. And actually, Rasus experienced flatline. And yet, he experienced the grace of being raised back to life. You can never be the same again, kapatid. Sa dalawang taong ating pinagdaanan sa COVID na pandemic nito, at nakita natin ang hapdi ng pagiging, ng pagiging ulila kung ikaw maninawalan mahal sa buhay. At nakita natin ang pagkatakot na bumalot sa puso't isip ng maraming tao. Paano kung mag-lockdown ulit? Paano kung mag-alert level ulit? Paano kung magsarado ulit ang mga restaurants at ang commerce? Saan kami huhugot at kukuha ng makakain? But now I'm talking to you because you are still alive. Or maybe you experienced near-death experience but God raised you up and brought you back to life. I pray ng isang katangiang makikita sa atin is mula ngayon kapatid, ibukod tangi mo ang Panginoon. That Christ now is truly above all. That's why if you go one more verse, one more chapter, John 11, tayo kanina, go to John chapter 12. Verse 2 would say, A dinner was given in Jesus' honor where Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. All of a sudden, Lazarus was already there. Jesus was now the agenda of his life. Jesus was now the real priority of his life. Dati, si Mary lang at si Martha lang ang nakikinig, ang trying to capture the words of Jesus. Ang mga tinawag lang uh, personally, sina Matthew, sina Peter, sina John, saka sina James, 
ang merong tiyagang makinig kay Lord. But this time, because Lazarus is now a changed person, he was there at the table. Bukod tangi ang Panginoong Jesus. Meron akong binabasang libro ni um, Tom Schultz. At sabi niya, meron daw apat na not-so-obvious reasons why men are leaving the church. I'm talking to you still, fellow man. Number one, kaya raw ang isang hindi obvious, hindi obvious, hindi masyadong kita at hindi hayag na dahilan, pero nangyayari, is feminization. Maraming lalaki ang umaayaw sa Kristyanismo o ang pagiging church person dahil nila ang church ay para lamang sa mga feminized people. Una-una, hindi naman natin may tatatwa pag pumasok sa isang church, whether it's the traditional religion of the country or even here in Lighthouse, iiskan mang crowd, malamang sa malamang, mas maraming babae kaysa lalaki. And many men would think, oh, it's only for females or feminized males. Oh, not so, my friend. Many people, mighty men of God, have been used by the Lord that they were warriors, they were conquerors, they proved themselves in their chosen craft, and yet, even in the toughness and in the machismo of their soul, their heart was captured by God and their hearts became soft towards the ways of the Spirit. It doesn't mean that you have become feminized. It doesn't mean that you have become weak. It just means that the love of God now dictates the pace and the cadence of your life. It just means that now Jesus is real and Jesus is in you. Another reason, sabi ni Tom Schultz, is because in church there seems to be one-way communication. Parang yung pari lang yung nagsasalita, ang mga kalalakihan ay tahimik na napipilitin lamang tanggapin. But not so, my friend, in a real Christian community. Because in a real Christian community, you know, sermons like this, 30-45 minutes long, this is only one small portion of our Christian life. The bigger portion of our Christian life is discipleship, where communication is always two ways, and multimedia, na pwedeng mag-usap, naririnig ang kalalakihan dito sa ating church, naririnig ang boses ng kalalakihan sa simbahan na ito. Another reason is, Avoidance of tough questions. Ang feeling daw ng maraming lalaki is that um, Christianism is only a um, feel-good religion. Na para bagang, we always simplify things and we just say, ah, it's okay, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So wag ka nang magtanong. No, men are never like that. Men are shaped by God to confront difficult problems. Men are shaped by God so that we can look at the problems in the eye and ask, what can we do about it? Oh, my friends, in this church and in the kingdom of God, we have so many chances. We have so many opportunities to confront the tough questions that are facing us, looking at us eye to eye. Whether those are questions about how church is being run or how society is being run or how family life is supposed to go or even how business should be conducted. Tough questions that only our Bible and our, only the Holy Spirit of God can have the real answers for our eternal benefit. Sabi ni Tom Schultz, ang, pang, ang pang-apat daw is the lack of adventure. Feeling ng maraming lalaki. Ba't ako mag-church? Ba't ako magiging Christian? Napaka-boring naman ang buhay dyan. Pupunta sa church, magtataas ng kamay, upo, amen, uuwi na. Yung ba ang buhay kristyano? 
Not at all, my friend. Because ang buhay ng kristyano ay hindi lamang masayang tunay, pero adventure ang buhay ng kristyano, mga kapatid. If you're a man of action, if you're a man of action, if you're a disciple of Jesus, the Lord will open for you opportunities where you can go and experience the great thrill of how it is to be led by the Holy Spirit. So I'm talking to you, my friend. Come to church. Come to church and you realize you are in for the greatest adventure of your life. Kung mula ngayon, kapatid, bukod tangi mo si Kristo sa lahat ng iyong ginagawa. Si Lazaro, from the moment he was raised back to life, at bukod tangi ng Panginoon sa buhay niya, alam ni Lazaro, he was in for the greatest adventure of his life. Why? Dahil ang pangalawang essence ng pagiging taong pinalaya ng Diyos ay ang buhay mo ay umaapaw na patutuo. It's an overflow of testimonies. Aapaw ang mga patutuo mo sa mga taong makakasalamuha mo at makakadaupang palad mo. John 12 verse 9 would now record that a large crowd of Jews found, um, found out that Jesus was there and came, but not only because of Him, but also to see Lazarus, whom He had raised from the dead. My friend, ang isang adventure natin mga Kristiyano is that hindi pwedeng maiwaksi at hindi pwedeng i-deny ng kahit sino ang ginawa ng Diyos sa buhay mo. And people who have seen you in your frustrations should now see you and would now want to see you in your resurrection life. Ang mga taong dati mong kasama sa magdamangang inuman at hanggang umagang lasingan are the same people who would now say, nagbago ka na ba talaga? Di mo ba namimiss ang dati nating saya? Eh dati, pag nag-inuman tayo, hindi lamang alak, pero meron pang katabi rito at katabi dyan na kung sino-sinong hindi mo namang kilala. Right? At dati talagang ang usaping Diyos at usaping Church ay corny sa'yo. Pero ngayon, wala ka ng ibang bukang bibig kundi ang Panginoong Heso Kristo. I know kung mga kaibigan, yan ang adventure ng isang tunay na man of action. Lahat ng makakatabi mo, siguradong makaririnig sila sa kung ano ang ginawa at ginagawa ng Diyos sa buhay mo. And that's a lifetime of adventure for us, ladies and gentlemen. That every time you sit and talk and walk along the road with your friends, alam nila, ay nako, ito si Pastor Jojo, pag itong kasama ko, bilangan mo lang, wala pang one minute, nagtitestify na yan kung anong ginawa ng Banal na Espiritu, anong ginawa ng Panginoong Yesus sa buhay niya. Umaapaw na patutuo sa buhay mo. Lazarus was now attracting these people. People were now wanting to come to Jesus because they knew if they would go to Jesus, they would find Lazarus with him. And Lazarus need not say a speech, need not preach a word. Lazarus would stand up there and he would say, I don't know much about theology, but I was once dead. Now I am alive again. And maybe you can say that to your friends. I don't know much about theology. I don't even know much about the Bible. But this I can say. I was once a drunkard. Today, I am sober. I was once addicted to substances. But today, I am clean living. I was so addicted before to the 
pools of pornography and sexual immorality. But today the Lord has washed me clean and nothing excites me than to live more than the way to live a life of purity before the very presence of God. Dati hindi ko matigilan ng pagtatalak sa aking mister. Sobra kong nagger, sobra kong negatron. Palagi ko na nakikita ng mga negatibo sa aking minamahal. Today, this woman would now look at her husband and she can only say, Oh, I have been blessed by the Lord with such a loving, loving man of God. You were once dead, but now you are alive again. Why? Dahil you now have an overflow of testimony what God has done for you. Ang pangatlo, ngayon po ang buhay mo bilang isang pinalayang Lazaro ay ang oras-oras na pagsamba. Hindi nga lang oras-oras, minu-minuto, segu-segundo na pagsamba. There is now a resonance of worship in everything that you do. Hindi lamang worship na ikaw umaawit, thank God if you can sing, but worship can be expressed and it's being expressed in so many other ways. Pwede sa iyong pananalita. Pwede sa iyong pagtatrabaho. Sa iyong karangalan ng iyong pagtrato sa iyong mahal na kapwa. Sa iyong kagalingan sa craft na ibinigay sa ng Diyos. Your work becomes an act of worship. Why? Because every moment and whatever you do, the Bible would say, whether you eat, whether you drink, whether you lie down, you know, do it for the glory of God. Balikan natin yung John 12 verse 2. In that dinner that was being given in Jesus' honor where Martha served, Lazarus was among those, look at this word, reclining at the table with him. He was not just there, bystander, na talagang nakaganyan ang kamay at uh, kibit-balikat na ina-analyze at dinidebate ang mga sinasabi ng Panginoon. No. As a matter of fact, he was already reclining. When you recline, it is an act of intimacy that you are there to listen. You don't ever allow your eyes to lose focus. You lock in with the eyes of Jesus. Why? Because to live is to love Jesus with all of your heart. Oras, oras na pagsamba. Hindi lamang sa panahon ng pag-aayuno, hindi lamang sa panahon ng church, hindi lamang sa panahon ng ikaw ay nagbabasa ng Bible. But every moment, every breath that you breathe, every beat of your heart is now in worship to the living God. And you can testify that, my friend, for yourself. Lahat ng ginagawa mo, isa lang palagi ang iyong primordial interest that, Lord, may I do this for your honor that may my life be truly a living worship unto the Lord. Which brings me to the last. Ang isang buod ng isang taong katulad ni Lazaro na pinalayan ng Diyos, ikaw ngayon ay magiging daluyan ng kagitingan. You can now be the exhibition of courage, the source of strength for other people. Because a peculiar thing happened in this twist of Lazarus' narrative. The chief priests made plans to kill Lazarus as well. For on account of him, many of the Jews were going over to Jesus and putting their faith in him. Dahil sa mga patotoo ni Lazarus, dahil bukod tangi kay Lazarus, si Kristo, at dahil sa buhay na pagsamba na meron ngayon si Lazarus, lalo lang na-attract, na-magnet ang tao, hindi kay Lazarus, 
Pero ang dahilan ng muling pagkabuhay ni Lazarus, and that is Jesus Christ. My friend, matitigatig ang kaharian ng jablo, Mayayanig ang, kar- ang kaharian ng kadiliman. Dahil walang ibang kinatatakutan ang jablo kundi ang isang taong katulad mo na pinalaya ng Diyos at bukod tangi sa puso mo si Kristo at umaapaw ang patutuo sa puso mo at oras-oras ang iyong pagsamba at ngayon ikaw ay magiging daluyan ng kagitingan pag ikaw ay pinagmamasdan at inoobserbahan ng iba pang kaluluwa. And many men would now attest that because of your life, my friend, Ang dati kong kabarkada na corny sa kanya ang Bible, ang dati kong brad sa fraternity na talagang mas marami pang mura kaysa normal na pananalita. Pero ngayon wala nang ibang masambit kundi praise God or thank you Jesus or help us Holy Spirit. Men are now encouraged to say, pwede rin pala akong makawala sa tanikala ng machismo. At yakapin ang tunay na essence, ang tunay na buod ng tunay na pagkalalaki. Na hindi lang pala ang aking katapangan ay malilimita sa suntukan sa kanto. Because that's false courage. That's bullying even. That's being given to the culture of violence. Na kung meron pala akong tunay na kagitingan, yan ay ang lakbayin ng malalayong lugar para lamang marinig nila ang aking patutuo tungkol kay Kristo. May 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 offend. As a matter of fact, the chief priests made plans to kill Lazarus. Now, put yourself in the shoes of Lazarus. How would you have felt? How would you have felt kung ikaw sa Lazarus? At narinig mo, Uy, Lazarus, papatayin ka daw ng mga pari. Lazarus must have said, Be my guest. Naranasan ko na ang mamatay. Four days na akong naagnas eh. But God made me live again. So you want to kill me? Seriously? And you think I will be afraid? Matatakot ako sa kamatayan? Galing na ako doon. At nakita ko na ang kapangyarihan ng pagsalba ng Diyos sa buhay ko. You see, my friend, a freed man, ang isang taong pinalaya, ay hindi lamang pinalaya sa kuko at kamay ng kamatayan, pero sa pagkatakot sa kamatayan. Because the devil always makes use of the fear of death so that people will be silenced. Naku, huwag kang pupunta dyan. Baka mapahiya ka. Naku, huwag mong sasabihin yan. Baka i-disown ka. Naku, huwag kang mag-church dyan sa Christian church na yan, ha? Isinilang ka ng relihiyosong tao, dikandado, itinapon sa dagat yung susi. Hindi ka magbabago ng reliyon. Kung hindi, mawalan ka ng mana. Mawalan ng drama, di ba? But you realize, mawalan man ako ng mana. Pero kung aking naman na naman ang pag-ibig ng Diyos, ano pa ba ang aking aasamin? Ikaw ngayon ay magiging daluyan ng kagitingan because now your fellow Christian, your fellow men, your classmates can say, pwede palang maging Kristiyano. Na normal ang buhay, pero isang buhay na merong kadahilanan sa bawat hakbang nito. And you know what? In John chapter 12, it says many people because they have heard that he had given this miraculous sign, meaning the raising of Lazarus, went out to meet him. Not Lazarus, but Jesus. So the Pharisees said to one another, See, this is getting us nowhere. Look how the world has gone after him. And now 
there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship the feast at the feast. And they came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. My friend, napakaganda ng naging dahilan ng buhay ni Lazarus. Yung dating Lazarus na walang sense of significance, yung dating Lazarus na pinababayaan lamang ang mga kababaihan na pumronta, but because Lazarus was now, na-appreciate na niya, niyakap niya ang buod ng kanyang pagiging malayang nilalang. People are now wanting to see Jesus. And in this particular account, sinong gustong makausap at makita si Jesus? Mga Griego, Greeks. Ang layo noon na pinanggalingan nila. But the testimony, ang umaapaw na patutuon ni Lazarus ay nakarating sa Greece. And people were now trooping all the way to Israel, to Jerusalem, and say, we would like to see Jesus as well. Kaibigan, have you ever wondered why pinadaan ka ng Diyos sa mga kabasagan ng buhay? Have you ever wondered why bakit pinaranasin ng Panginoon ang pait at ang hapdi ng, ng kamatayan? Because Jesus would say, so that the name of the Son of God may be glorified and that they may believe in Him. Gagamitin ng Diyos ang buhay mo. If I may segue a little bit before I end. Si Pedro, si Simon, alam ng Diyos na siya ay manghihina at panghihinaan si Simon, si Pedro. At alam natin na naging kwento ni Pedro na kanyang i-deny si Jesus three times. But even before that fall came, verse 31 of Luke 22, Jesus says, Simon, stay on your toes. Because Satan has tried his best to separate all of you from me like chaff from wheat. Oh, Simon, I have prayed for you. In particular, that you do not give in or give out. And when you have come through the time of testing, turn to your companions and give them a fresh start. Alam ni Lord na magkakamali si Peter. Pero sabi ni Lord, when you have turned around, when you have come through, kung napatawad mo ng sarili mo at tinanggap mo na ang kapatawaran ng Diyos, palakasin mo ang mga kapatiran mong panghihinaan din ng kalooban. That must have been the same word that God said to Lazarus. Although hindi na siya na record. But Lazarus, you have experienced death. Now strengthen your brothers. Ngayong alam na ang tunay na buod ng isang taong tunay na pinalaya ng Diyos. So para sa iyo kapatid, sa mga pinalaya ng Diyos, bukang bibig mo si Kristo. Christ is now above all. Umaapaw ang iyong patuo. There is now an overflow of testimonies in your life. Oras-oras ang iyong pagsamba sa Kanya. There is now a resonance of worship in your life. At ikaw ngayon ay daluyan ng kagitingan. You are now an exhibit of courage and strength. And because of you, Jesus would be glorified even more now and forever. Ito ang buod. This is the core of our freedom. That's why the Son of God came to set free those who have been held in captivity, to bind up the brokenhearted so that in Jesus we can find the wholeness of our soul. Again, let me talk as before we end, let me address the men who are now watching this. Our church is very much committed to discipling the men of the Lord. If you are interested, 
please uh, put it in your chat boxes. Your pastors will reach out to you. I am here committed to be a friend and a mentor or just be a sounding board for all the men part of this online service. Pagsilbihan natin ng Panginoon. Tayo ang mga Lazaro ng generation. We are the Lazarus of this generation. Why? Because we have seen and tasted that the Lord is good. But maybe today you're watching this. and Maybe you're saying, you know what, Pastor Jojo, I enjoy the preaching, but I cannot really relate. Uh, I don't even have a religious inclination. Nabigay lang sa akin ng link ng service na ito. Then let me talk to you, my friend. Today could be your day of salvation. Today could be your time to come to God and just say, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. I know I'm not worthy. But my friend, if you say that, that's your first step. Because people will make use of that unworthiness so that you will find out Jesus alone can make you worthy. So as you submit your life to Jesus, see the miracles of a new life that will now begin in you. So why don't you pray this prayer with me? Lord Jesus, I may not know much. I may not understand much. But today I have realized one thing. And even that one thing is already enough for me to embrace the gospel. That you have loved me even before I got to know you. Minahal niyo po ako, Panginoon, ng higit pa sa aking kakayanang mahalin kayo or mahalin ang aking sarili. Panginoon, naranasan ko po ang kabasagan ng isang buhay na napapalibutan ng kamatayan at kadiliman. At Lord, naniniwala po ako na kayo lamang ang makapagbibigay sa akin ng regalo ng panibagong panimulan. Kasihan niyo po ako ng iyong banal na spirito. At ngayong araw, ibinibigay ko po sa inyo ang susi ng aking buhay. Dahil kayo lamang ang nararapat na maging Panginoon at Diyos ng lahat-lahat sa akin. Patawarin niyo po ako, Panginoon, sa aking pangangahas na maghari-hari sa buhay ko. Patawarin niyo po ako, Panginoon, sa aking pagdududa sa inyong pagmamahal sa akin. Patawad, Panginoon, sa lahat ng mga kasalanan alam kong nakabasag sa inyong puso. At salamat, Panginoon, sa inyong paglilinis. Salamat sa deposito ng banal na espiritu na ngayon ay nananahan sa akin. Gamitin niyo ako, Panginoon. Kung paanong mabuhay ng lubos na kayo ang palaging bukang bibig na kayo ang bukod-tangi sa buhay ko. Paano, Lord, mag-umapaw ang patutuo sa buhay ko? Paano magkaroon ng oras-oras na pagsamba sa inyo? At paano ka magiging daluyan ng kagitingan nang maabot ka rin naman po ang mga kapwa-kalalakihan na katulad ko or kapwa-tao ko na hindi pa nakakakilala sa inyo. Gamitin niyo ko, Panginoon, para sa inyong karangalan. Sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. My friend, those words are powerful because you said those words from your heart. So why don't you leave a message kung ito yung panahon na sinasabi sa ng Diyos na I want to be discipled even more. Your pastors will reach out to you. But all of you, raise up your hand 
wherever you are and receive the blessings as we say the benediction. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord lift His face upon you and be gracious unto you. Oh, may the Lord turn His countenance towards all of you and may the Lord grant you His peace as we live the freedom that God has given us being the modern-day Lazarus that will impact this world forever. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everyone will say, Amen. Blessed August, napakagandang simula ng buwan ng wika, pagpalain ng Diyos ang bawat akbang ng inyong buhay. Amen.